The world has written a narrative of motherhood that's narrow and limiting. But that's not how motherhood was designed to be. We don't have to accept that narrative or stay in that confined space. As Christian mothers, we have the freedom to create a beautiful, fulfilling, and inspiring life for ourselves and for our families. We can live a life of purpose and vision in the midst of the confusion around us. I want you to move from being unsure to being confident as a mom. I want to see you let go of the overwhelm and guilt and embrace the freedom we have in Christ. Let's learn how to enjoy the life and the family we've been given. Let's create homes where faith can grow and hearts can be shaped for the kingdom. I'm Audrey McCracken, and welcome to Grace for My Home. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Grace for My Home. Thank you for joining me again here this week. I hope that something I say today will be an encouragement to you. Just to give you a little recap, I like to do that each week. I like to give you a little idea of what's going on here in the McCracken home. We are wrapping up our homeschool year. I have a seventh grader that I'm homeschooling this year, and we are going to finish up in about two weeks the end of May, we're done for homeschooling for this year, and then um, we're going to start immediately working in our new coffee shop. Our church has opened or is opening a coffee shop in a city not too far from us, and my sister and I will be the first workers there, the first ones getting it started and getting it running. And so our plan, because she's a homeschool mom too, has been that we would get through the school year and then put our full effort into that. And so our plan is to be up and running and ready to go on June 1st. And we're excited about that. Neither of us have ever done this. So it's an adventure. She's also graduating her first homeschool student this year. So she has a lot going on too. But I'm very thankful for her. She's been a huge help in this in this project. So I'll post some pictures out on Facebook and Instagram so you can see it. If you're interested, just go and find me on Facebook with at Grace for My Home and also um, Instagram and also my blog, graceformyhome.com. And you can you can see what the shop looks like and how it's taken shape. But I I just wanted to come today and just share my heart with you today. I've had some thoughts and I, I've, I've been thinking about what to share with you this week. I just want to tell you that if you feel like you're in a world that has just gone mad, um, you're not alone. Sometimes I feel that way too. If we're not careful, we can get pulled in to the storms that are around us and we can be... Um, Caught, we can be swept away by the fear that it seems like it's so pre- prevalent in the society we live in today. The more of the news I watched, it seemed I watch. It seems like the more, um, the less peace I have because you hear so much going on nationally and internationally, so much violence, 
um, so much confusion. And so many times the enemy can use that to bring a disturbance to our heart. A lot of what you're getting on social media and the news, I don't know if, if you even call it that, is has an agenda. And it's not a godly agenda. You know, they want you to come back for more. And usually the things that bring you back for more are not those things that are good and lovely and have a good report. And so we can get so easily wrapped up in that. So I'm not telling you not to watch the news or not to know what's going on. I'm just telling you, don't be surprised if you have a steady diet of that, if your peace doesn't fly out the window, because I have to fight that myself. And what is a mom to do, right? You you want to be informed, but at the same time, we need to be more informed about what God is up to. And I think about Noah. Jesus said in Matthew, starting in chapter 24, verse 37, But as the days of Noah were, so shall also be the coming of the Son of Man. And that's how I so often see the world we're living in today. Jesus said that as in the days of Noah, it will be. You know, they're going about their business and they don't even think it's strange of many of the things that are happening. But God is preparing something. And God told Noah what to be doing in preparation for what was about to happen. And so I, I love the story of Noah because Noah obeyed, you know, instead of getting wrapped up in so many things that were going on around him, he listened to God, he had ears to hear, and he did what God said. And so he was quite busy, but he was busy doing the things that he was called to do. And in the end, it saved him and his family. And we're called to do that. We're in the world. We're not of the world. We can't help but see many of the things that are happening. Many of them have been been foretold thousands of years ago. But if we're not careful, we can get wrapped up with them, wrapped up in them, and fear can set in. But we do not have to live in fear. We've not been called to live in fear. We've been called to walk by faith. And we can do that. You can do that. You know, I, a few, this, this past school year, my, my son Caleb and I, we read a book together. It was called The Nonprofit's Guide to the Book of Revelation. And I, I don't even remember the author of that right now, but I will find it and put it in the show notes if you want to look it up. But it was such a good book. And I had never studied the book of Revelation because honestly, I was very intimidated by it. I had studied the the seven churches. I remember years ago studying about the seven churches. But once you get into all the imagery and you know the details, I just I just felt so you know, so lost when I tried to read and understand it. So this book was written for kids or for teenagers. And so I thought, well, I'll read it to Caleb. But like what happens so often when I do that, I learn so much myself. You know, as a side note, years ago, um, I was looking for a good child's Bible and I found one by Catherine Voss, Catherine with a C and last name V-O-S. And I'll put that in the show notes too. But it was the best 
kids' Bible. Because as I was reading it to, to my kids, I learned so much. So many of the Old Testament stories came alive to me in that Bible because I saw it in a narrative, in a story. And I thought, wow, you know, I've, I know I've read this, but it never was as, as beautiful to me as when I read it in that children's Bible. So I'll put that in the show notes, too. It was a really good Bible. But as I'm reading this book with a revelation with Caleb and I'm learning these things and some of these things I've heard pieces of, but to see it as a whole, to see it, you know, in the Bible, because we read the book of Revelation along with it, um, it was not what I expected. Somehow I thought, you know, reading the book of Revelation is going to be, um, I don't know, scary. It's going to be, you know, unner- unnerving, but it was the complete opposite. To me, it was very encouraging because it it reminded me that God knows. He has a plan. He's in control. That none of the things that I see happening around me have caught him by surprise. So rather than making me fearful, it actually brought a sense of comfort to me that none of this is by happenstance. There is a master plan, and I am in the hand of the one who made the plan, and so are you. And so I just want to encourage you today that you do not have to be sucked in to the fear that is going around, that God has a plan for you and your little ones. And you can be about your father's business right in the midst of the confusion that is going on around us. And it's not that we're ignorant to what's going on. We see it. We can't help but know it. You know, we're not burying our head in the sand. We're doing what we were called to do. And we're not letting the fear of this world stop us from being productive and being the people we were called to be. Because see, God had a design. You know, family was his plan. It was his idea. He designed the family. He designed um, the family for, well, for many reasons. But one of the reasons is to pass on faith. Faith is to be passed on. Worship is to be passed on from one generation to the next. And so see, when, when the family is broke down, so is faith. You can't transfer faith when the generations are broken, when they're not connected, you know, when they hate each other, when they when they don't love each other. See, in a loving family, we pass on our values to the next generation. And I believe the next generation goes further than we ever could. And that's the way it's designed. You know, the kingdom of God is advancing. And there's a plan, and it's a good plan. And even in the midst of the confusion and the things around us that are trying to make us fearful, we can stand on solid ground. We can stand on the rock. You know, when Jesus gave his famous Sermon on the Mount, he gave this entire sermon. It's the longest sermon recorded in the Bible. And at the very end, he said, now, if you do these things, the what things? The things he just told them. If you do these things that, I, that I've shared with you today, then you are like that man who built his house on the rock. 
the winds came, the floods rose, the rain fell, but in the end, that house was standing. Doesn't mean the house didn't take damage. Doesn't mean there wasn't hard times, but in the end, they stood. And see, that's what our life is like when we build it on the rock of Jesus's word, not just hearing the word, but doing it, then we can stand in hard places when it seems like those around us are crashing. We don't wish harm on anyone around us. You know, we we want to call them out of, we want to call them out. We want to call them to Jesus, but we're not going to drown with them because they refuse to come. You know, think about Noah. The Lord had to shut the door. It said the Lord shut the door. You know, God saved Noah because he he did what God told him to do. And so when we're about our father's business, when we're building our ark, right, to the saving of our household, then we are partnering with God and he shuts the door when it's time and he protects his own. And, you know, Noah was Noah was a wonderful example to those around him. He was telling them, he was calling them, but they didn't listen. And so many people today, it's our job to tell them, to call them, to draw them, to remind them. But many of them will not listen. And out, we've done our part when we've when we've called them, when we've drawn them, when we've reminded them, when we've encouraged them to come, and some will. There's a saying that I like to live by. It's better to light a candle than to curse the darkness. And so often it's easy. See, it's easy to curse the darkness. It's easy to point out everything that's wrong, right? It's really easy. It does not take great discernment to see the things that aren't right around us. What does take great strength is to build anyway. What does take great courage is to believe anyway, is to light that candle when that candle seems very fragile and very small compared to all of the darkness around us. And as Christian moms, that's what we're called to do. We're lighting candles. They seem small. They seem fragile. How on earth are they going to survive outside of this house when the wind blows? But we light the candle and trust God that he will keep it lit, that he will keep it going. We don't have to curse the darkness. You know, the darkness isn't our focus. Jesus is our focus. And part of trusting God is believing that he has a plan and asking him, to show us the plan and getting in the plan. God showed Noah, God will show us. But God said, you build the ark this way. Now, Noah could have been doing a a number of different things. You know, he could have been doing a whole lot of things, but he did the one thing that God told him to do. And it made all the difference. Years ago, And I know everyone is not called to homeschool. I just want to put that out there. You know, I never saw myself as a homeschool mom. But when my kids were were younger, I felt that the Lord was 
putting that on my heart. And it was really odd because it's not something I ever thought I'd want to do. But I remember, you know, going to my husband and telling him, this is something I feel like the Lord has called me to do. And he works for the public school system. So it wasn't something he was necessarily into either. And so it took some time. It took some time for, you know, us to get confirmation that this is what God, this is the direction that that God is pointing us into. But so I started researching, you know, I started looking into it and, you know, and, and you look at other people's lives and, you know, and I found this book and, um, it was really good. I think it was by focus on the family. And what it did was it, it showed different ways that people homeschooled. You know, and and I love that book because it showed me that there's so many different ways to do this. You know, you don't have to look like this family. You don't have to do it like that family. Because to be honest with you, I didn't know a lot of homeschool families. And the ones I did, I didn't want to be like them. I thought, I don't want to be like that because it almost seemed like they were sequestered away. And and I felt very strongly that the Lord was showing me, I don't remember the name of that book, but I'll find that one too. I'll find that one too and put it in the, in the show notes. But I remember very strongly that as I was praying and I was seeking the Lord's will for us, that I felt very strongly that the Lord was showing me I want you to do this by faith. You know, if you're going to homeschool your children, do it by faith and not fear. I'm not asking you to bring your children home and and protect them, you know, from everything in the in the in the in the world. I'm asking you to prepare them for the world. And I want you to do it by faith because our motivation matters. See, we're not called to live in fear. We're called to live in faith. And if God has called us to do something, he will give us the courage, the confidence, the grace, the love to do it. Now, the Bible says all things are possible. It doesn't say all things are easy. But if God has called us to do it, he will give us the strength and the grace to do it. There is enough grace for you and for me. There's enough grace for our home to do whatever God has asked of us. And the the wonderful thing about it is he is always with us. He doesn't just give us an assignment and say, good luck with that. He walks with us every step. And so I want to encourage you, Mama, that God knows you. He sees where you are. You can't seek him and not find him. He promises that if we seek him, he will be found. He promises that if we draw near to him, that he will draw near to us. And if we have a heart to obey him, if we have a heart to do whatever he's called us to do, don't you know he's going to show us? He loves you dearly. He loves your children dearly. He has a plan for you and your children. And don't let the fear that is going on all around you get inside of your heart. Let God show you how to build your ark. Let God show you how let God show you how you are to serve him at this time, at this place, at this juncture in your life. He has a good plan for you. He has a good plan for me. One day, we're going to stand before him, and the only thing that's going to matter is 
that we served him. It's the only thing that's going to matter. You know, maybe people are going to laugh at you now here here on earth. Maybe people are going to judge you here on earth. Maybe people are going to misunderstand you and your intentions. And it hurts. I know it hurts. I don't want to belittle that. In the end, the only thing that's going to matter is that you put his opinion above all of the others. Our ultimate goal is to one day hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. We are part of his master plan. He has designed family for good things. Family is good. Family is strong. Family is powerful because it was designed by the master. And he knew what he was doing. And he knows what he's doing in your heart and in your home. And as you surrender to him, as you commit yourself to finding out what he's called you to do and getting in that place where he's called you to be, He'll make a way. He'll make a way where there seems to be no way. I'm living proof of that. But so are so many others. You know, God will put people around you to encourage you. I know there's not much encouragement out there, but there is encouragement. He'll put others around you to encourage you and to help you. He will supply what you need. And He is so faithful. I just want to encourage you to reach out to me if you have any prayer requests, if there's any questions that you have, maybe something I've said that I've not been clear on or something that you'd like me to go more in depth with. If you will let me know, if you'll shoot me an email or you know just ta- tag me in Messenger, I would be so delighted to hear from you. But before I let you go today, let's pray. Father, here we are. You know exactly where we are. We're not hidden from your sight. And I pray, Lord, that you would show us how to walk in confidence as a mom, that you would show us the plan that you have for us, that you would help us to get in that plan, that, Lord, you would help us to trust the process, that, Lord, as we line ourselves up with what you've asked of us, Lord, as we set out in faith to obey that, Lord, you would give us your boldness, your confidence, Lord, your peace in our hearts and minds, that, Lord, you would show us the way. Father, I pray, Lord God, that you would help us during this time to not let the fear of this world enter into our heart, but, Lord, that we would walk by faith and, Lord, not by fear. And I just bless these ladies, Lord, that are listening today. And I ask you, Lord God, that you would, Lord, give shine your light on them and show them the way that they should go. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you've enjoyed this episode today and will join me here again next week. You can find more encouragement on my blog at graceformyhome.com. God bless. Bye-bye.